Hey guys, this is Keith on the Rough Roads Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. Here with Cody tonight. What's up, Cody? Hey guys, how are you? How y'all hey, doing? You're doing good. Hi. We're also uh, here with the, our guest tonight, who is Darren. How you doing, Darren? Good. Hi. Hey. So hey, um, we wanted to start off with with, with Darren. Um, Cody, do you want to ask him a couple questions? Just the raw questions that we were just talking about. Uh yeah. Uh, so um, I want to tell you a little bit why. So I see the the hospital scene behind you. Will you just tell me a little bit what what's going on with you, bud? Are you okay? Yeah, I am. Uh, I have pneumonia. Um, something I first got thirty years ago through a drunk driving car accident. Accident. Um, put my lung with blood. And after you've had it once, it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Um, yeah. That and the uh, COPD, I have smoking a pack of cigarettes a day for 40 years. This is what you get. You know, um, but I, I, I'll be okay, I think. Um, yeah, I think, I. well, it's about how strong you are, I guess, kind of like once it gets to a certain point, like, uh, you just got to hang in there and be super strong, man. And some people give up and they die early or whatever happens. And I hope nothing happens to you like that. Uh, so, so how long have you been clean for, like, in recovery or, or well, trying? My, or... Well, my sobriety day this time, this time is the 19th of March, 2014. 2014. <clears throat> Good job. You, you know, I, I um, first got sober uh, 18 months after my car accident when I was a uh, when I was a kid. I rode my car, drinking and driving all day, or drinking all day. I was sober, sober my way down the canyon. I rode my car, um, received my traumatic brain injury. That was uh, December 25th, 1987. Um, so I've been uh, handicapped ever since that. I first got sober 18 months after that accident in uh, September of 88 when I first got sober. Um, I, I'm on my third attempt at sobriety now. now um, so I, you know, I, I know that I can't, I can't go back to that kind of life. I can't, I would die for sure. Um, and, and how old are you? I'm 50, 53. Yeah. Do you have any kids? Yeah, I have one daughter. And two granddaughters. Oh, wow. That's cool. So you want to kind of tell us, um, just back, tell us the story beginning, just kind of back in the day, where it all started and why it started? Yeah, well, I, uh, you know what? You have to look at my whole life. Because I've been, I've been an addict my whole life. I, I believe that I was born an addict. Maybe it's one last chromosome or one extra chromosome, whatever. I was always addicted to, 
feeling good, you know. Um, my, my, uh, you know, my, all through my mind started when I was eight years old. I lived in North Kansas City, North Kansas City, Missouri. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was a cool eight-year-old. I had all the 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds, and they grew pot across the street from the apartments. And we'd pick the plants and snuck off from our parents and suck them down. Make them out and send them, dry them out, and then roll them up and smoke them. You know? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you don't even know that's a bad thing. When you're eight years old, you know, I mean, you don't even know. Um, but that's where it started for me. When I moved back to Utah in 1980, I was attracted to this kind of people, attracted to this kind of people that I had just moved away from. You know, the kind of sneak out of their house at night, sit out all from their parents, drink, drink, drink. Um, Smoking dope, you know, I was arrested, first arrested for alcohol when I was age 12. Um, I've been down for the rusted roller skating rink. Um, we all left and walking home and we drinking some moonshine, you know, ever clear. Cops pulled up and smelled me and I was arrested that easy, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I, well, when I when I was seventeen, uh, my girlfriend and I got pregnant. Um, too much pregnant. I went uh, that day off work. I went went skiing, skiing and drinking up at Snowbird. Oh yeah. On, on the way down the canyon after the lift closed, I was passing a car. Went too far left. Highly scrabbled from the car across the road, and it rolled three times, turning it over back in on the right side. I'm going downhill. Uh, the first time it sat down, I completely scattered my nose on the front window, and when it pulled back the other way, I bent, uh, I bent the frame of the door out about that far back of my head, mm-hmm. killed all the brain cells. The motor still part of my brain. Um, you know, I, I rolled down the hill back to the road. Um, two cars behind me down the canyon. That day was a surgeon from Snowbird. Then pulled up next to me. Get out of here. He declared me dead. When your lungs don't breathe, you get no air to your brain. And my left arm was already full of blood. But he had a respirator in the back of his car. Yeah, I'm coming to my right lung. Air medical university. From the view, um, did my coma up there for three weeks. And they come and fly me from there down to LDS. Yeah, a month and a half. I mean, just hospital for four months. Um, lost the, my brain forgot how to tell my body how to move, how to walk. I have a bad balance. I still have very bad balance. It's been 36 years since then. And I, you know, I still remember every day why I don't go to die. Um, I, uh, you know, 
I'm listening. I'm listening. I'll be uh, in a pen. All uh, the time in the program. You know, I first got sober uh, 18 months after that car accident. I got sober. Sober for three and a half years. You know, but I just wasn't doing, wasn't doing that. Wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. You know, um, I mean, I thought I was. Um, uh, you've got to have guidance. You need a sponsor. It's absolutely important to have a sponsor because I don't know how to do it. You know, today I, I still call my sponsor every day. You know, I do. Because I just, I don't know. I'm not right. Some things slip me by, and I, I don't think about them, and I need to, you know. Um, so, um, last time, um, you know, I, I got sober uh, three and a half years, then relapsed. Um, the last six months, my relapse, I relapsed for about two, two, two years, two and a half years. The last six months, I got arrested three times, two possessions and one distribution. <clears throat> so I got sober. I tired of jail time. I got sober again. July 18th, 95 was my sobriety date. And, um, October 16th, my 90-day birthday, I went to the Arnold Club and got my chip. And then I went downtown to sentencing. And from there, I've been penitentiary for two years. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I mean, thank God I went to prison. I mean, thank God. Otherwise, I'd probably be dead now. I also earned my bachelor's degree. I was in prison through Utah State University. Um, you know, but but it doesn't, it's, it's daily reprieve every damn day. You have to do this every day. Um, 2010, I celebrated 15 years, sitting sober. And then my ego told me that I had been sober long enough that I could take the little narcotic painkillers to help my legs, to, you know, the, the knees and stuff. And that would help that. I used to have a life of recovery. Bullshit. I, I cannot. I'm an addict. I'm now called. I cannot do any of that. Because it's just, you know, starting to prescribe. But as time went on, I just needed more and more and more. You know, more. More. <laughs> more, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Sign language, you know sign language? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <A little laughs> okay. Bit. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's right. <laughs> that shit, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good. Right who do you know that is, that is, that is death? Who? Do you, who? Uh, nobody anymore. Um, when I I did my social degree, I did uh, 
ESL as a college. Oh. So, yeah. Um, so, so American Sign Language, right? <laughs> my sister, my sister was deaf. She died though. I'm Drug sorry. overdose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but keep, but that's cool. Keep going with your story. Sorry, I interrupted you. But your story's good. It's uh, good. It's good. Anyway, uh, so in, in, in 2010, I started dating the painkiller. 2014, um, no, 2012, started doing the heroin. You know, when it was silly to do the Roxy's, we could sell the Roxy's for 20 bucks a piece buy the heroin and just economically made sense. Mm -hmm. also, um, but then on the uh, 19th of March 2014, my sobriety date, um, I, I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. My girlfriend says, hey, Darren, what's that noise upstairs? Uh, you know, I hear a big rustle upstairs. Next thing I know, my door knobs trying to be turned. And then, bam, door comes down. Four cops and there with guns pointed at me. I'm in the bed, just, you know. Um, they got me with a half ounce of heroin, a quarter ounce of crystal meth, and 15 separately wrapped grams of the medical marijuana. 500 feet, 500 feet. East of the current elementary. Oh um, my God! Yeah, I know. I, I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a nice convict. You know, I, yeah. I, I knew I was done. So, uh, yeah, they they took me to jail with three five for life. Um, <sighs> so when I got to jail, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna write my story out so other people. To learn from my mistakes, and I have to do it myself. So, this is my book, How to Cover the Way. Where can people get that book? Um, yeah. Bar Barnes and Noble. Barnes, Barnes and Noble online. Give me five okay. stars. Dude. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. So, Barnes and Noble's online. Yeah, and they gave me five stars on the book. It's actually available all over Amazon. Okay. Um, yeah, buy it off Amazon, people. You know you want it. Get yep. it. Yeah, my I'm getting it. My recovery way. I'm getting it, too. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Darren, yeah. for that book. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> um, I, you know, um, I went to jail... And you know, I all the all the twelve step work that I did back in the late eighties, early nineties when I first got sober, I worked in the state penitentiary three nights a week. The county jail here in Salt Lake, I was on four south to that two nights a week. So my whole life became about the twelve step. Um, uh, oh, I had on day sixty in jail. They took me to court, you know, and the judge, she says, uh, we're going to offer you three third-degree felonies. I mean, 
of course I took it, you know, from three five lives to three zero to fives. Yeah, I want that. Thank you. And then uh, uh, she said it's going to be about 40 days until I can get you sentenced. And uh, so the call behind me, well, when I go to jail, I'm always in a wheelchair. And all the distance you have to walk. And I don't walk very well because of the, the head injury. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, before, before court ended, my attorney got up and told the judge about all the twelve-step work that I did out in the in the prison in the jail back in the eighties. She says, "I think we owe it to Darren. Let him out of jail now to to build his own defense." And the judge says, "You know what? You're right." And so they let me go. Sixty days. So I did, and then they let me go. Oh shoot! And then you know, I mean, I. I knew that if I didn't do something, something extraordinary, I'd be going back to prison. So I went, and the day after I got out of jail, for the next 40 days, I went to the meeting at three o'clock every day at the Arnold Club, behind the Misfit Toys, and got a paper signed every day. When I went back for sentencing, 40 days later, I took all my paperwork, I gave a copy to the prosecutor, and one to the judge. Um, and they called my name, Darren H. And I walk up there, and the, the prosecutor stands up. And he sticks his hand out like this, and I kind of jump back. I was afraid, and he said, yeah. and I, then I realized he just wanted to shake my hand. And then I shook his hand. He said, "That's exactly what we want people to do." Exactly. The judge gave me a complete of the treatment center I was in. And 36 months probation. I had a year probation, a year probation, and they terminated me for a year. I was done. And that was it. We're down yeah. three, five for oh, life. Yeah. Who says there's not a job? Oh, yeah. So since then, I've just been doing my meetings, sponsoring people, hearing the message, you know, trusting God, clean the house, and help others. And that's the way that I've been doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, um. So, giving horror stories of being on the streets or anything? That that was good. That was good. That was good. I have yeah. a lot of questions. Okay. Go to go ahead, bud. All right. So, uh, so when you were on the streets, uh, or not on the streets, but like when you were um out there willing and dealing, were you doing your own drugs too? Yeah. 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 I mean, I always both, um, both, all of them. Everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. Um, and were you were you ever married? Um, you know, I got married back in 1991. I was married for four months, and then we called it cutting old. So legally, I've never been married. But that's okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I found me a nice so allowed on. You know, back in 91, but it's totally good for me. You broke your heart, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, do you have any kids? 
Yeah, I have one daughter. Um, okay, you're talking about I, that. I actually, when I had my car accident, um, I was 17 years old, and my girlfriend and I got pregnant two months before my accident. So I was lucky to be alive to watch my daughter be born. But yeah, she's 35 years old now. Congratulations, Paul. Um, that's great. That's great. Um, and uh, do you do you ever like? This is kind of a hard question, but uh, do you ever feel like you will feel? Do you ever feel like you will ever conquer the quest of feeling okay, like inside, like, like, and like that you you're just finally like okay, I'm I'm getting older and I'm going to settle down and I'm okay and I don't have to worry about anything. Do you think that you could conquer that goal? Well, I don't. I I don't think there will ever be a day when I don't have to worry. I mean, I I know that that, that all that I will ever have is a day to breathe, brought, brought upon by my spiritual condition, you know. And then that's that's what it says in the book. I, I believe it full heartedly. That, you know, I, I have to I have to work it naturally. Yes, sir. I, I get high. That's what I do naturally. So it's always going to yeah. be a fight to, to not do what I do naturally. And then that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think you're going to be okay, dude. And then, uh, uh, did, like when you were in prison, did you get high in prison? No. I no. got clean. I got clean sober. Uh, on the 18th of July, that was my sober date for 15 years. Um, when I went to when I went when I went to prison, I was already uh, back in the program. No, I mean I, I uh, soldier. Yeah. yeah, and then uh. My my last kind of statement is like, uh, what was that? So I'm guessing that you learned a lot, you know, like from where you were into where you are at this moment. You have learned a tremendous a lot to where to where you're gonna be okay. You think? I think so. Yeah, I think so I think, too. I think so too. I think uh, no matter what happens. As long as I keep helping others, then I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And after this podcast, I think we should exchange numbers and anything. And it's, I, I actually live in Arizona, but anything you need, I'll help you with, you know. But uh, my buddies live in Salt Lake out there and stuff. But right now I'm out here. But, like, I think we should exchange numbers and talk, you know, like whatever, you know. Yeah. Darren, where where are you? Are you from Salt Lake originally? Yeah. Born and raised here, huh? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, mm -hmm. that's, I don't have anything else. Uh, Cody, did you have anything else you want to ask? Oh, uh, no. No, that was great, Darren. Thank you for sharing yeah. and being so vulnerable. Appreciate yeah. That. You're welcome, buddy. All right, Thanks guys. Well, well, guys, don't forget to hey, check out. I hope, that, I hope that your health improves. I hope you can get out of there. I know you're supposed to be out of there the other day. And uh, just don't, you know, get out of there, man. 
Uh, I'll put I'll put it out there for you too. You know. All right, bro. All right. Thanks, All right, buddy. Bro. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for talking. Thanks for going on, Darren. All right, guys. Well, check us out on Twitter at uh, Twitter un- underscore Rough Roads. It's uh, under- Rough underscore Roads, Rough underscore Roads. That's our Twitter address. Everybody have a good evening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow.